Santa wearing tight black jeans and Ray-Bans? Because, puppy, he's a special Santa who delivers presents to Power Pop kids all over the world. Hmm. Daddy, who are the Power Pop kids, and what does Santa bring them? Well, my sweet pea. Ho, 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 ho! For Timmy, a drummer for the baby shakes, and a boyfriend back to Kimmy. Big star records for Toshio. Chelsea gets tickets to an Iggy show. He's even got a tambourine for Jimmy. Billy gets singles by the Shangri-Las. There's a leather jacket for Gina. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard the Pointed Sticks with their web exclusive Power Pop Santa by the Pointed Sticks from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And you're listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show from CITR. FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And today on the Nardwarta Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Grand Analog from Winnipeg, 
but they now live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Speaking of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, there used to be a band called The Villains. They kind of metamorphosized into Skaboom. I understand The Villains are making a comeback, but I guess in the meantime, there's been a few other Villains bands that have popped up. And one of them actually is the villains from Norfolk, Virginia, featuring none other than Steve Bays from the Devil Dogs. And this is brand new from them, well, maybe a year or two old, called Rockin' Away by the villains from Norfolk, Virginia. Not the villains from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, but there can never be enough villains out there in Radio Land. Here are the villains. You see me rocking it, don't you come and knock it Because it might be a girl and I've been rocking away My van is rocking it, don't you come and knock it My van is rocking it, don't you come and knock it Because it might be a girl and I've been rocking away She's rocking and she's bopping and baby 
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar de Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard from London, England, the Vickers with Back on the Street on the Dirty Water record label. Hello, PJ. Dirty Water, one of the amazing clubs that will let anybody play in London, England. It's hard to get a gig. That's why it's great that the Dirty Water Club is there to supply rock and roll bands, cool rock and roll bands, and maybe even uncool rock and roll bands, a place to play. The Pack from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, have actually played there. The Pack AD have played at the Dirty Water Club in London, England. And this was The Vickers on the Dirty Water Club record label from London, England with Back. On the streets. Thank you, PJ. And before that, a cover of a band from London, England, a cover of The Kinks, I'm Not Like Everybody Else, by Seattle, Washington's Head. And before that, from not Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, from Norfolk, Virginia, The Villains with Rockin' Away. The Villains featuring Steve Bays of The Devil Dogs. Coming up, an interview with, from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Grand Analog. But before that, here are Les Houlops from Quebec in the mid-1960s and their tune to you called... Well, it's uh, called through the translation machine. Mary, baby. Who are you? Uh, no, that's not it, actually. <clears throat> that uh, could be something else to be uh, construed, construed differently. This right here is, shows my problems with translating things. This is May We Baby by Lehulops. <laughs> Thank you. 
are you? Oh, Dario Williams from Grand Analog. Well, Dario, welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Love this place. What is Grand Analog? Who else is in Grand Analog from Winnipeg? Well, Grand Analog is a, a collective, I'd say. Some people think I am Grand Analog, but I'm not into the crazy moniker. So uh, we're a project. I've got guys from not only Winnipeg, but also Toronto. And um, Any names you'd care to mention? Well, we've got uh, DJ Catalyst, DJ Ofield. We're all DJs for some strange reason. Uh, Warren Bray, Damon Mitchell of uh, New Meanies, Blue Meanies fame. Um, is Rob Villar in the band? <laughs> Who is Rob Villar, and is he too big for Grand Analog? <laughs> he is too big for Grand Analog because he now is the the primo DJ of Winnipeg, Manitoba, and uh, he's taking me out completely of the top spot. I'm no longer that guy. Rob Villar is the boy that I grew up with since grade two. Because he sometimes helps you out with guitar and grand analog, doesn't he? Um, Quote, guitar. On one track, and for some strange reason, he's gotten famous off that. <laughs> So here's Grand Analog traveling across this great country with the Herbalizer. You're from Winnipeg, and Herbalizer are from where? <laughs> yeah, yeah. London's own Herbalizer uh, chose us for the opening spot. Uh, I'm, I'm more than grateful for that, man. That's crazy. Don't they have a Canadian connection? Is there like a DJ with them, more or less? Don't they have some Canadians in the Herbalizer? Uh, no. Well, they have an associate, yes, Toronto's more or less, who uh, was smart enough to, to, to work with them when they invited him. I think he went all the way to London to do that. But... Uh, He's he's only done two dates on the whole tour. It's it's pretty much been Grand Analog and Herbalizer the, from Montreal all the way to Vancouver. So did you guys play the Royal Albert? What can you tell the people about the Royal Albert? <laughs> In Winnipeg. In Winnipeg, the Royal Albert Arms. It's the best dirtiest venue to play in in the country it's a, 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 a slime pit it's a it's it's a, a dust ball that's hardened and 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 fossiled over but it's the best sound it's unfortunately bought by a millionaire now so we'll see what happens to Royal Albert in a matter of a two years now you're also in the band mood Rough. Mood Rough. What are the Mood Rough Grand Analog memories of playing the Royal Albert? When I played there with my rock and roll ensemble, I bent down and a beer bottle flew by me. Thank God I bent down. You too. Yeah, I had a beer bottle thrown at me my first gig. So it's kind of like a christening. It really is because the, uh, well, I'm assuming the guys in there that threw the bottle at me wasn't really into hip-hop. And we might have been the first hip-hop show in the Royal Albert Ever, if not for a very long time. Probably ever. And wasn't there a guy also murdered there at the Royal Albert? Oh, there's all kinds of bloodiness happening there. Whether it's a punk rock show or someone's uh, getting a knife in their gut. That's the Royal Albert in Winnipeg. Now, going across this country, you were mentioning you might have stopped at Amigos. You might have stopped at the legendary Amigos, Odario, where more bands have been fucked, sucked, and chucked than any other club. It's going on 20 years now, Amigos. <laughs> yeah. That's right, amigos, amigos, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Saskatoon. There's been a lot of snatching going on at the amigos. What can you tell to people about amigos? Another classic club there on the prairies. Well, we played the same night as their 20-year anniversary, so we missed the 20-year anniversary, unfortunately. Uh, and we got there; it was sold out. 
not even my Grand Analog or Mood Rough name could get me in. It was so crazy in there. So I wish them all the best, them amigos, boys, man, and girls. They have the hottest bartenders ever. And you get a free Mexican meal, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, uh, let's call it Snatch Mex. Since it's not Tex-Mex, it'll be Snatch Mex. So, Odario of the band... Grand Analog. Grand Analog. Tour across the country. We got Amigos. We got the Royal Albert. You've also played places like the Hard Rock Cafe in <laughs> Toronto. What's that like? That must be like completely different to Hard Rock. What's it like playing Hard Rocks? <laughs> it's very clean. <laughs> was that a corporate gig you played? Because I saw you played with the guy City in Color. Did you play with City in Color? Yeah, it was a corporate gig. It was a this is what's hot now kind of gig put on by some let's find what's hot now people. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, uh, there was no dust balls anywhere in sight. And, uh, you know, I had had a Caesar salad, and it was clean. (laughs) Well, a Caesar salad, I guess that sums it up, doesn't it? What other clubs have you had Caesar salad at? That's the only one, man. The Hard Rock Cafe in Toronto. Yeah. If if I was in Amigos, I'd have the Snatch Max. And in Winnipeg, they just don't have food in there because uh, this must be rats in the kitchen at the Albert for sure taking over that place. Now, I've mentioned you've been touring with Herbalizer. You played none of those places with Herbalizer. How about the Herbalizer gigs? How did those go? Any interesting venues that you played there? Oh, yeah. La Nationale in Montreal. Big, beautiful ballroom with uh, 700 people. And, of course, tonight, you know what's going down. Uh, the, the Commodore Ballroom. The Commodore Ballroom, yeah. And I heard 700 tickets are sold for that. So uh, we'll see, man. You know, my best show, the favorite show so far, uh, the top two spots was Regina and uh, Whistler. Those were the two best shows so far. We haven't played Vancouver yet, though. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, Daryl, I was wondering. You had a song in your band, Mood Rough, called Buckle Up for Safety. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of touring, right? right. <laughs> what was that song about? That was like a kid's song that you did about going to the zoo. Can you kick some lyrics for that for us? I can't remember those lyrics. Come on, they were amazing. It was your mood rough. You contributed a song, Buckle Up for Safety. What was that? It was a kid's song for a kid's compilation. I thought I was going to do that until I was, you know, 50 doing uh, kids' raps when I have my own kids. But uh, I did it. I did it early. Buckle up for safety, talking about being in a van like we are right now, in a van. Yeah, going to the zoo. Now, I mentioned about the zoo because something historic happened in Winnipeg, didn't it, just recently? Somebody died at the zoo. I didn't know that. The 42-year-old polar bear, Debbie, died at the zoo. Oh, that's right. It was like the oldest polar bear in captivity. Yeah, that's right. In Winnipeg. Yeah. I now, is that because Winnipeg is the meanest or it's the coldest that it kept so long alive? <laughs> or would it mean it's the nicest that it's kept alive? So 42 years, the longest polar bear in captivity. What was the zoo like? You did a song where you mentioned the zoo. <laughs> the Winnipeg Zoo's boring. But good, good old that good old bear, though, that was interesting to see. But, yeah, it's, it's a boring zoo. It's nothing like uh, the Brooklyn Zoo. And I mean the city of Brooklyn, not, not uh, the zoo in Brooklyn. <laughs> Baboom. Yeah. And you're Odario from the band Mood Rough at one time, but now kicking it out with Grand 
analog. Grand analog. You know, Winnipeg is unique, isn't it? I keep saying Winnipeg. You're not really in Winnipeg anymore, are you? Uh, no, I spend most of my time in Toronto now. But you were known as Mr. Winnipeg at one time, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was. So I'm allowed to ask you about Winnipeg? Oh, of course, yeah. Like, I would like to put out this hypothesis. Without Winnipeg, there would be no Snoop Doggy Dog or NWA. Good, good question. Because it's very West Coast uh, hip-hop down there, that's for sure. Because who's from Winnipeg? Brian Turner. Oh, Brian Turner, Priority Records. Yes, the guy who started Priority Records, California Raisins. He's from? Winnipeg, Manitoba. Have you ever met him? Did you ever try to get on Priority because, you know, your homeboy is from Winnipeg? We thought about it when we were in high school, but we knew there was no way of getting to him. So that dream ended the second I graduated. <laughs> but it is pretty incredible, isn't it? From Winnipeg, the guy that started Snoop Doggy Dog, well, not really, but the guy who started NW, well, not really, but still, the backing of those two artists by a guy from Winnipeg. Any Brian Turner stories? What do you know about Brian Turner? You know, I don't know much about him. I, I remember discovering that back in high school, and I thought that was crazy. I thought I had a chance for sure, even. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you. I almost forgot all about that. Priority Records. I could see the logo right now, the, the black background with the white priority. Yeah, he kept it simple. Didn't really do anything flashy. He just sort of landed on a gold mine with uh, the whole uh, NWA thing, to be honest. But of course, the California Raisins funded that, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> California Raisins and Vanilla Ice yeah. helped fund Snoop Doggy Dog. Yes, that's right. That's what right. is the Garbage Hills? What are the Garbage Hills? That's where the legendary Core Festival used to be. Uh, it is an old garbage dump in Winnipeg that uh, they turned around and made into a park. You'd never think there was a landfill under it because the grass is so green and the trees are so beautiful and uh, has a nice walkway with dogs and, and beautiful cougars walking around. And you guys shot a video there, didn't you? The No Hooks video? That's right. That's the first video we shot. Yeah. A couple of kids riding around on lowrider bikes. Yeah. No, I was thinking, there is a connection between you, Odario, Mood Rough and Grand Analog and Motown Records. What's the connection? Do you mean Remy Shand? Yes, exactly. You got it. Please explain. Well, Remy, <laughs> Remy Shand is an old buddy of mine. We used to be in a band together, um, and I used to—I always wanted to start a band back in the day, and I thought of calling it Grand Analog. And he was originally in it, but uh, of course, he blew up, got signed to Motown, uh, married. Wow, you're getting some dirt here. Married. The love of my life, Mieka Watson. <laughs> Who sang the hook on... Riding Shotgun. On the No Hook song. That's right, yeah. Filmed at Garbage Hills. Yeah, yeah, and there you go. Yeah, that's the whole big connection right there. It's pretty amazing. Priority Records, <laughs> Motown Records, you're so close. <laughs> How many years have people said that to you, Dario? You're so close. You're so close. Sign with me. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm so close yet so far. <laughs> what do you think about hip-hop in Canada or some great Canadian hip-hop moments? What are some great... Am I allowed to say that you're hip-hop? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, uh, hip-hop can be the root of what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, nowadays I'm allowed to branch out and do whatever it is I want to do, man. Well, I'd like to consider you somewhat of an expert, please. You are somewhat of an expert on hip-hop, at least Canadian hip-hop, aren't you, Dario? Yeah, I'd say so. Like, you've been in the game for at least over 10 years. Well, I, uh, boy, I don't know how many years it's been, but, uh, yeah, yeah, since I was, uh, in high school, we were doing it, uh, touring when 
we can. And Fantasizing about priority records, yeah. hooking up with guys in up on Motown. So you're doing all these gigs and stuff. What do you think are some of the great moments in Canadian hip-hop, specifically West Coast hip-hop? Um, hands down, the Rascals, was uh, they paved the way for me, for sure. I was a big fan of them uh, when they were the uh, Ragamuffin Rascals. Exactly, the Ragamuffin Rascals. Yeah, yeah, and uh, man, what they did to show that that can be a reality set, set things off for me. And they... How about Canadian hip-hop? Like Some great moments in Canadian hip-hop history, do you think? Hmm. Well, let me offer up this, a Western Canadian perspective. I think one of the great moments in West Coast Canadian hip-hop history, or even just general hip-hop history, was Chemo from... The Rascals. The Rascals doing the beat for Cardinal officials. Dangerous. Yes, dangerous. Dangerous. And Dangerous blew big, didn't it? Yeah, I sold a, a million in iTunes, a million singles. Yeah. And that was done by DJ Chemo from the Ragamuffin Rascals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finally, finally. I mean, they had much success previous, but that has got to be a great moment in Canadian hip-hop history, eh? Yeah, that's a big one. When they hit a million hits, a million singles bought, I, I can't imagine what Kimo was feeling about that. That's his beat in, on, on a million uh, iTunes laptops there. I first ran into DJ Kimo at the DJ Sound War Battle of the Bands they held in Vancouver. Do you ever remember those at all? Yeah, I came to a couple of those. I, I flew all the way from Winnipeg for that. Yeah. And that was at the UBC Sub Ballroom right next door to CITR. And you're listening to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, Columbia, Canada. Yes, I thought, was it Freak Show or Mood Rough that was actually entered in the DJ Sound War Battle of the Bands? It was Freak Show, yeah. We, we went out there to support the cause. Because I thought that was amazing. They did yeah. pretty good, didn't they? Yeah. Now, who set the stage for these DJ Sound War Battle of the Bands? The giant sub ballroom filled with people. People coming from Seattle. You flying from Winnipeg. It was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Wow, you've got great history in your, your memory. Yeah, it was great, man. It was a great time. We were kids then, you know. We were fr like first year out of high school just uh, doing it because we loved it. We were just kids loving this stuff and eating it up. It was so uh, passionate back then, you know. Because the band Freak Show from Winnipeg did pretty well. Like, they beat some of the Seattle acts. Yeah. Like, wasn't there some beef going on? What yeah. Describe the scene, please, because it was pretty amazing. Yeah, they they just came hungry, and, and they had the confidence and said, you know what, we'll eat anyone that's in front of us. And, you know, if you, you can go ahead and try and dog us if by saying we're from Winnipeg. We'll, we'll show you what's up. And we had a chunk of us that went out to support that. It was a big crowd of us there, so we really cheered them on. It was a good time. I actually went up to DJ Chemo when the sound was happening. I was like, DJ Chemo, there's too much bass. <laughs> I think he said he wanted to kick me. He's now forgiven me for that, and I've forgiven him for that. But I actually went up to a DJ and said, turn it down, there's too much bass. You never say that at a rap gig, do you? No, you never say that at a rap gig. But I didn't understand, though. Has anybody ever told you there's too much bass? Is there ever enough bass? Well, you know what? I had just told the uh, the sound guy in Toronto at the Revival, I think there's too much bass, and I couldn't believe I said it. But my eardrums started to rumble a little bit, and I couldn't hear myself rap. Does that mean you're getting old? Could be. I said it for the first time in my life, man. Well, actually, I said it when I was young, so maybe it just means you're going back to being young. You're starting all over again. <laughs> yeah. Now, Odario from the band Grand... Analog. Grand Analog, a great moment in your life, or... East Coast history must be you hooking up with Jamie Foxx and Maestro Fresh West. Whoa, dude, you know, you're shite. 
Yeah, yeah, I did a, a film with Jamie Foxx. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. It was the Tookie Williams story about the Crip guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a title for it, though. Um, anyways, he slaps me in the movie. I'm, uh, we're both in jail, and uh, I said the wrong thing, and he turns around and smacks me. It was perfect. And what's the best part about that story is that we spent an hour outside in the parking lot practicing our smacks, and uh, cars were driving by looking at Jamie Foxx, who's probably half my height, smacking me repeatedly in the face, and cars would slow down and not believe what they're seeing. It was fantastic. It was a great time. Did you mention any of your music to him? Were you allowed to mention your music to him? Did you say, hey, let's go jam with Maestro? Was Maestro around too? Like, was there actually a triumvirate there? Maestro, Odario, and Jamie Foxx together kicking out freestyle? Nah, Jamie Foxx's memory is so terrible that uh, whatever I told him, he'd forget it 15 minutes later. So I just stopped telling him stuff. How about Maestro? Was he in the shot? Was he actually in that movie? Because I see him listed as being in that movie. Yeah, he was in the movie. He was not in that shot because he wasn't in jail. He actually played a school teacher, so he was far from being a jailbird like myself. I was the ghetto boy. How did you get the part? I auditioned for it. But what I meant by that was, what did you do to get the part? Was there anybody else? You just said, I'll be able to submit to being slapped, or what was it? <laughs> well, you know, I'm a decent actor. I think I'm allowed to admit that. What do you think won them over? I was just curious. What won them over? Uh, could be... You know, like a tip for an upcoming actor who wants to star with Jamie Foxx and Maestro. Yes. You gotta really focus, man. Because in the audition period, it's not real. You're pretending someone's smacking you, and you're pretending that you've got these clothes on, and you're pretending everything. You gotta be a real good pretender, man. You gotta really know how to pretend. Play, play, pretend. That will get you the part. I love it. The grand analog were compared to the Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that came from. I thought that's great. The iWeekly said that. I mean, more legends. The Dream Warriors. Ever run into them? Because you've been around playing with a lot of bands. Have you ever played with the Dream Warriors or any Dream Warriors guys? Yeah, we moved rough open for the Dream Warriors when they had a revival tour. Probably maybe seven or eight years ago. Yeah. How was that? Did the guy have the cane and all that? Yeah, the shtick. They, they rocked the whole look. Yeah, unfortunately, there was only about sixty people there, but it was still a good time. Only sixty people? Yeah, Winnipeg wasn't really hip on the, the Dream Warriors, unfortunately. I don't know why. Now, one group that Winnipeg was hip on, or the Prairies were, was Farm Fresh. Who was Farm Fresh, and were they geniuses? Yeah, they were. Farm Fresh were the first uh, group out of Winnipeg to, to rock the. Uh, the sampler machine and and make beats about uh, make tracks about the prairies they were the first to do that there were other hip-hop groups in winnipeg doing their thing but they were more um uh, I, I would say uh uh american influence farm fresh was the first to say hey we're from winnipeg we we support the wheat kings and brandon and uh this is what we're about man we eat cocoa puffs and and you know we love hip-hop and we're from the prairies they, they were the first they were the ones to do it and it was the first group that came out of the prairies doing that that I saw that did rap, but they were actually befriended by the Real Statics. Like it took a rock group to befriend a hip-hop group. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Tielli, Martin Tielli had a thing for Farm Fresh. I loved them. And yeah, sang back up a couple of their tracks. It was great. It was huge for us because at that time, uh, you know, we had the Crash Test Dummies. Toronto had uh, the Real Statics. And, you know, all that stuff was just great stuff at that time and moxie fruvis somehow was around too did you have to mention them <laughs> i'm sorry i had to throw that in there so just because you're mentioning that because you've done some stints on the cbc right yeah <laughs> that's you, right you got to throw that in there how long were you on the cbc um i've been doing uh 
uh, work for them on and off for the last four years, just doing things like, you're listening to CBC Radio 3 on Sirius Satellite 94. That's you? Yeah, but they changed the satellite name, so now they scrapped all my uh, IDs, and they never called me back yet, but... Well, uh, thankfully, you're heading to the CBC now to yeah. correct that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they chopped you up, so they changed the way you said it, so it didn't sound as cool. No, they're on 80-something now, so now they don't even need my uh, expertise anymore. But, uh, yeah, I have done some stuff for the Signal. and uh, That's amazing. So you're like the James Earl Jones guy. Or like, you're listening to CNN. Yes, you're listening to CBC. Wow, I actually have heard that. That's great. Did you get much feedback from that? Like, have you ever been doing a show and somebody's like, oh, Dario, I recognize you from the CBC. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. One guy that you might recognize from Farm Fresh is Skid, eh? Yeah, yeah. Because he looks like Conan O'Brien? <laughs> yeah, but a lot skinnier. <laughs> Have you ever met anybody that's been on the Conan O'Brien show? Um, what is the closest you've got to getting on the Conan O'Brien show? You don't know that story. You're terrible. <laughs> I, uh, okay, well, since you know that story, I may as well tell it. Um, I had a dry season of no acting for at least a year and a half as I was writing uh, music, and my uh, agent gave me a call. Uh, but I was not answering the phone for some reason. I guess I was in some sort of, some sort of slump. I just didn't answer the phone. Um, and the, he called four times, so I finally called him back. I'm like, hey, what's up? He's like, dude, Conan O'Brien is uh, doing his show in Toronto this weekend, and they needed a stand-in. All you need is to just stand there so they could do the lighting, and they'll pay you $3,000. So I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. He goes... From the four times I phoned you, they found a replacement. You're done. <laughs> so I lost out on getting front row seats to Conan, being a stand-in for Conan, and making $3,000 for standing around under a light. I, I, I couldn't believe it. So I... I, I, yeah, that was a that was a rough one for me to deal with. Do you now answer the phone? I answer the phone every time now. You don't turn anything down? Have you turned anything down at all? Has Grand Analog ever turned down any gigs? You'll never turn down any gigs, will you? Oh, no, well, as an actor, I've turned down gigs. I've turned down a, a Tim Hortons commercial, and uh, I've turned down a, a KFC uh, audition. I think I would have got it, so I didn't want to do it. That's on uh, ethical reasons? Uh, more, uh... I just felt I didn't want to be the... It would have been a heavy rotation uh, commercial. It would have been on every day. It would have messed with my uh, with my grand analogisms. Do you need the money, Odario? Yes. Everybody needs the money. <laughs> I was curious, how much money do you need if you sample BDP? Did you sample Boogie Down Productions? Uh, KRS-One, yeah, I did. How much money does that cost? Well, he didn't sue me yet. and uh, <laughs> Touch wood. Yeah. <laughs> what have you heard about that? Like sampling somebody, how much you have to pay? Um, uh, pay could be, you know... Have you encountered that at all? Like, had samples from your stuff? Or heard of other groups, you know, have had to hold songs back, etc.? What's the history that you know about paying for samples? Lawyers kind of keep that uh, to themselves until the moment of truth. So I'm not really sure. Um, I've had that situation a couple times, but luckily I've been able to slip through the crack with the whole sampling thing. But, uh... I, I, my time's coming. I, I, I try to sample uh, less now or more obscure stuff or at least obscure the sample. But, uh, you know, it's a business now. Um, lawyers actually have a manual for that now. You know, 10 years ago that, wasn't, that didn't exist. Now, you know, it's like how long is the sample, how many seconds, uh, what part of the song was the sample. They have a whole manual for that thing now. And then they'll tell you what price. 
Has anybody sampled you? I'm not sure. But uh, for the record, if anyone listening out there, go ahead. It'd be fun. I'd love to be sampled. Now, Daryl, winding up here, you're from Grand... Analog. And also mood. Rough. I was curious. Your dad was a DJ, Big John? Yeah, yeah. Where did he get his records? He was a DJ in the 80s. Where did he get his records or his 45s? Where did he buy them? Well, he moved to Winnipeg from Guyana and got a really good job, which was CN, uh, CN at the time. He got paid a lot of money, you know, especially then when... Uh, Things were cheap back then in the the late seventies. So he, you know, there were some uh, there was lots of record stores in Winnipeg to buy from, and he blew a lot of his money on it. And you've gone back recently and rediscovered some of those. I guess I was curious. There's a lot of forty fives and stuff like that. Was it Jamaican dub or what was he into? Oh, all kinds of stuff. Because he was a DJ uh, in Canada, uh, you had to be prepared for anything from disco to reggae to rock. He had all kinds of different stuff. Was there any cool African stuff? No, he wasn't into the African stuff, I have to admit. Um, there wasn't a huge African community, so he didn't really feel he had to play that. But there was a lot of good dub. Uh, snatched a bunch of it. I was thinking... What I was thinking, Odario, is I love Winnipeg for the ska sound, JFK and the Conspirators. That's right, that's right. Uh, uh, and you kind of have that on Around This Town, don't you? <laughs> yeah. The Grand Analog yeah. tune. Yeah, we're waiting to play with those guys one of these days. Yeah, Winnipeg loves ska. I don't know where that came from, but they, we really do. It might be the, the punk connection out of there, too. Did you do any gigs with them at all, this JFK? About to. Uh, we, we're, we're talking about it. We'll get it going eventually. Maybe the summer. What did you think about Around This Town? Did you think that's a ska tune? You know, I think uh, I think it has its its uh, capabilities. Uh, You're not one of these people that is afraid of the word ska. Some ska bands are afraid to say the word ska because of the huge ska backlash that happened a few years ago. Now it's kind of a bit cooler, but still, people don't like to say that they like ska. <laughs> yeah, ska is a dirty word in some some circles. But uh, I sample ska's track and made a hip hop. I have uh, no qualms of that. I grew up in Winnipeg, man. That's a good word over there. Oh, Dario, what legends have you met? Like, you mentioned a little bit about the Dream Warriors, Public Enemy, Tribe Called Quest, you did gigs with them. What sort of legends have you met, the rap legends? Oh, yeah, man, I've met, uh, I've met Chuck D, had, had pizza with him, talked about taxes. I, uh, I met... Um, was this all in Winnipeg? It was in Winnipeg, yeah. I, I met Ali Shaheed Mohammed in Toronto and brought him to Winnipeg to play for the, the folks. Um, He's from Tribe? Yep, Tribe Called Quest. The DJ guy, right? You got it, yeah. Um, after seeing those two, no one else really comes to mind because those are, those are, that's the it for me. I was done after that. Were there any other criminally under-attended gigs? Like you mentioned, the Dream Warriors gig, 60 people in Winnipeg. How big was the Chuck D gig? Um, oh, that was huge. Oh, and I met Randy MC too. But that was, uh, that was great. Uh, the Public Enemy gig in Winnipeg was huge. It was at the Walker Theater, now known as the Burton Cummings Theater. That was fantastic. Did Flav show up? Flav took an hour and a half to get out of his dressing room, and it freaked everyone out because we thought he was dead in there. He didn't answer. He didn't, we were banging on the door. He didn't even answer vocally. And then eventually the door opened. So you were actually helping get Flav out? I was standing behind... Uh, the tour manager as he was doing it because I was such a nosy kid at the time and he wouldn't answer for an hour and a half door was locked did you guys get to open? we opened the show 
Was that mood rough? Mood rough, yeah. What was the reaction to that? Did you get more people at your next gig? Oh, everyone just knew who we were anyway. We're the two guys. What about the Run DMC gig? Was that the full Run DMC? Full Run DMC. Yeah, DMC stepped on my hand. Uh, I was at the front row watching the show, and my hand was on the stage, and he stepped on it. And he came back and apologized. Said, sorry about that, brother. Were you like a mirror? Were you like reciting all the lyrics back? Just like a mirror, you know? Did you know them all? Yeah, completely. It's Run DMC. Oh, Dario, and I just want to add to the people out there at all. No, man, I'm just glad I'm finally doing an intro with Nardwar, the legend. And, uh, yeah, just thanking you, dude. It was great. Yeah, thanks, man. Well, thank you for your time. And lastly, Odario, I want to ask you, do you still really love giving back rubs? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. I, I, I got the magic. Uh, I just didn't get into uh, uh, massage therapy because uh, men are a little discriminated in that field. I, I'd rather get massaged by a woman, and so would a woman. So I just do it, you know, do it for friends. <laughs> you got the acting, though. I got the acting. And you got the music. I got the acting. I turn down the calls, and I don't, uh, you know... Well, yeah. And I got the music. I love my music, yeah. Well, thanks so much, Odario. Keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 I got one for you. Okay, bonus dudes. Uh, how, let's see if you know this one. A-oom-pa-pa, oom-pa-pa, oom-pa-pa. Papa, oom pa pa oom pa pa oom pa pa oom pa pa There you go, buddy. Does that work or is that totally wrong? <laughs> yeah, that would work. Okay, great. Thank you for being so forgiving. Nice. And do 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 Around this town, I'm alright. Around this town, I'm alright. I mean, no consequence when you're playing with the fire. Move to the left, man, no fuss, no fight. You're living on the low or you're climbing on the rise. Recognize that the stakes still high. Rise, same stories of old in the nighttime ghost. Boredom below, I walk the tight rope. Exhausted from this, accosted by this. But lost upon the dream, I tossed the wish list. I really want to run again. No doubt, I got restless feet. Easy, it's me or the city, the city or the scene. Yes, indeed, I'm in need of change. I got crews on control, control. I'm hustling, trying to make some money. And now we going for the gusto, gusto. Now give me some of that. My friends tell me, oh, it's about time you get grown. I suppose I was looking for a new home. Walk these streets, got beats, got headphones. It's the birth of a rolling stone. Hey, I really want to run again. No doubt, I got restless feet. Easy, the soul of a thief. Got Robin to theories. Yes, indeed, I'm in need for change. Around this town, around the town, yeah. I go up and down. I'm all right. Around this town, around the town, yeah. I turn inside out. I'm all right. I really want
still still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Grand Analog with Touch Your Toes. And before that, also from Grand Analog around this town. And before that, an interview with Grand Analog. And you're listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I mention that because if you're interested, please send me stuff, MP3s, CDs, cassettes, whatever you'd like. And I will play them on the Nardwarda Human Serviette Radio Show. Actually, send them to CITR and all the DJs will play them. And I have got a whole bunch of stuff that's recently been sent to me. So I thought I would play it as I should play it to begin with here from London, Ontario as the onslaught of stuff that's been sent to me, Nardwarda Human Serviette, begins. Here are the Hyman Smashers with their song, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
When you are on that impossible mission, where could you find such precision? Rock, paper, scissors. That bebop line would be such a bore, and at that tempo, it just soars. But those jazz cats, they can't stop for rock, paper, scissors. 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 Rock, paper, scissors.
you're listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. That was Warning Danger with Spay and Neuter, your pets. Before that, Hi Jackalope with All My Friends Have Guns. And before that, Fred Speck's Camp Combo with Rock paper, scissors, and before that, from London, Ontario, the Hyman Smashers with London. All stuff that's been given or sent to me, Nardwar to Human Serviette, as has this recording here by Jamie Anstey. Jamie is at Neptune Records during the day and during the night. He's pumping away on all the tunes, and this particular tune is 
titled. I can't really actually read it out completely because, again, it is written on a CDR. And, again, send your stuff to CITR Radio, 6138 Sub Boulevard, SUB Boulevard. That's 6138 Sub Boulevard, Vancouver, B.C., V6T2A5. C-I-T-R radio, attention Nardwar to human serviette, or attention music director, or email me, Nardwar, at Nardwar.com. And this is written on uh, CDR, Fujifilm CDR, and I can barely make it out what it says here, so we're just going to pop it in. I think it says, I can't tell, Jamie, I'm sorry, but we'll pop it in here. And it's produced by Larry Hennessy from Larry and Willie fame. Here is something given to me by Jamie Ansey from Neptune Records. Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon. If I go and see her, 
Jamie Ansey from Neptune Records in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And now, not something sent to me, but something from the CITR Record Library from Max's Kansas City, 1976. And the Record Library is a place you can explore too if you join CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Thank you for donating all that money, upwards of $22,000 donated to CITR. Thank you so much. We won't mention it anymore. Here are the fast. Boys. <laughs> 